0: I want to get your distinction between an Instagram influencer
1: and a lifestyle blogger. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is, I'm so so glad you asked.
0: (laughs) What is the difference, or like, is there? There
1: is a difference. There is. Okay. (laughs) And I tell people this all the time.
0: Hey, what's up guys, Jordan Anderson, and welcome to another episode. This episode, we sit down with Kit Stanwood. She's a fashion blogger, lifestyle blogger. And uh, this whole episode, we're just gonna do like sort of pretty much a masterclass on how to start a blog, how to run a blog, how to make money off a blog. I won't delay too much with this intro. There's a lot of great stuff. This is an information-packed podcast, so get a notebook out, pause, re-listen to it, because there's a lot of information in this one. Hope you enjoy, and let's get started. All right, so we have Kit Stanwood here on the show. Kit, thank you for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Do you want to give us just like a quick five-minute intro into like who you are, what you're doing, what you're about?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, So yeah, my name is Kit Stanwood. I am a IT project manager by day and then by night and weekends and then all this other time that (laughs) exists. Um, I'm a blogger and an Instagrammer and I write about travel, on fitness, how to blog. I'm like t- coaching people on how to blog. And um, one of my big posts is a DIY. So when I get older, I plan on doing a lot more of DIY and crafts.
0: What was sort of the inception moment uh, or the conception moment of your blog? Like did you, yeah. you started on a whim or do so, you have like, a plan going in? Yeah.
1: So I went to college for business management and that was a concentration in technology, innovation and entrepreneurship. And then I stayed next year for computer information systems too. But also, when I was younger, I always liked to like mess around with like MySpace website like themes and layouts and stuff. Oh, mine yeah. was always the coolest out of all of my yeah. friends.
0: You're never talking to your friends; you're yeah. just making the profile, right? And adding the Pac-Man <laughs> game in there.
1: Yeah, mine was so legit. That it, yeah, it didn't even look like a MySpace. <laughs> so I was kind of nerdy growing up, I guess, and so all of those things together. Like I wanted to start a business and I actually started a few, I actually got an LLC for a dog bakery business, but I realized I didn't like to bake. And (laughs) so I kind of let that dissolve. My, one of my friends pointed out, like I could have just outsourced that, but you know, sometimes things happen. (laughs) (laughs) So then I I tried some fitness coaching and um, it was working for like another brand or like a company. And I've realized I want to do that for myself And so just kind of all of that came together in like one thing, like liking all of the website stuff. Um, And yeah, like I like to write. I actually got a 600 on one of my SATs for writing. So (laughs) not to brag.
0: (laughs) So you started the blog and so it just sounded like you kind of, got a chance to taste a bunch of things like, right. like see what kind of
1: figured out my path yeah. doing that. And
0: it's like, I think a lot of people don't do that. I think they just find, they just start with one thing and just stay with it for 10 years and then realize they hate it 10 years later.
1: Right. When yeah. they could have like,
0: Oh, like in the beginning you could have like jumped around a little yeah. bit, got a feel for like, do you really like this?
1: That's actually one thing I wanted. To, I I wanted, wanted to mention today actually is like starting on that path and having a niche like you'll get bigger a lot faster but the way I did it I just casted a big net of like topics that I wanted to cover and I see a lot of people do this and I see like a lot of people struggle with this because it's a lot to keep up with because if you're doing fashion like when I started it was fashion fitness beauty decor and lifestyle all at one and I quickly realized well I don't have a whole house to furnish so I'm not gonna do decor you know what I mean living in this like apartment and yeah for a while I didn't have a couch and anyway you know what I mean you can't really be a decor blogger without a couch (laughs) (laughs) I mean I have one now it's great but I don't know um yeah you have to be able to create content consistently for all of those topics all the time so it is good to narrow in on one but um I write about different topics on my blog and Instagram too now Um, So now that I've gotten good about creating content quicker and faster, I can cover a lot of these um, different topics. Um, Like I'm constantly doing beauty on my Instagram, but I don't write about that on my blog. It just it seems like it's quicker and easier to do that. And I have like a little audience on there for my beauty Mm -hmm. um, products that I I talk about and that I like. Um, But then I feel like travel does well on both like a blog post and on Instagram. And then you know what I mean. Um, I also, I, I mean, Instagram kind of good for all of those type of mm-hmm. type of things because it's kind of quick and easy. But if you did focus in on one thing, you you would do better. But it's more fun when you do a lot of it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it's like so. How do you separate? Um, you're kind of touching on how you separate Instagram from your blog, or like I've asked people like what is sort of the, so what is like, uh, asked as folks, like what is sort of the flow pattern for your customers or like for your audience? Like do you, do they mainly start on Instagram? Do they start on the blog and they realize you have an Instagram or like what would be sort of like their ideal path, like, uh, of discovering you and learning more about what you do.
1: Right. So I am pretty big on Pinterest and I get a lot of followers from Pinterest, um, that funnel into Instagram. A lot of people do think that you get big on Instagram. And one of the biggest, like best pieces of advice I've ever gotten was that you get big off off of Instagram, like off of Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I do have a lot of people finding my blog through Pinterest and I'm coming up with like different ways for traffic to my blog as well. I just started answering a lot of questions on Quora. Um, I get blog traffic from um, Reddit. Oh yeah, Quora,
0: okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. which is like the Q and A website
1: yeah so a lot of people have questions on like what's the best diy and so i'll write a big paragraph and then just link my website at the bottom and people click on it and it's like it's another great way to get traffic but that traffic you know people see your website they're like impressed they like sign up for your mailing list then like even today like you just want to post like your Instagram like everywhere so everyone knows that you have it and like how to go follow you but like even today like in the signature of my email like I added that so people can quickly like go follow me on Instagram um and then like Facebook was a really big way to get like people to like I've been blogging network groups on Facebook and I'll f- get a lot of people there to go to Instagram and follow me
0: okay and it's like are you trying to make it just it seems like you just want to make this as easy as possible to find you or follow you
1: right exactly it's like, like, yeah
0: you know you can find me anywhere whether it's pinterest quora reddit instagram
1: mm-hmm. um, twitter all of the places yeah and
0: it's <laughs> like you don't want to like what if when you feel like you have to like dig or like mm-hmm. f- solve the mystery of like okay i found a yeah. website but like where's their other social profile it's like right i just want to follow <laughs> like where, where's your instagram like or it's not spelled correctly or it's like mm-hmm. or the branding's off a little bit and it can be like detrimental
1: yeah people mm -hmm. might not follow you (laughs) that's true that'd be awful
0: uh we talked about this a while back but i want to get your distinction between um an instagram influencer
1: Mm. and a lifestyle (laughs) blogger oh my gosh this is (laughs) i'm so glad you asked
0: (laughs) what is the difference or like is there? there
1: is a difference there is (laughs) okay (laughs) and i tell people this all the time okay the biggest thing that i'm gonna mention is that you don't own Instagram. They will shut down any day, like maybe, who knows, like could. They did it the other, I don't know, two months ago. They just randomly shut down and everyone was panicking and and flocking to Twitter. (laughs) And those tweets were great. So I suggest you guys go look at them. But anyway, yeah, there's a huge difference. I own my blog. I'm self-hosted on WordPress. And so... Um, there's a big difference there too. The wordpress.com, you don't own your own content. Like you have to pay for your own hosting in order to own your own stuff. Mm. Because like hosting is like, like a storage unit where you put all your stuff, like your images and your posts and like whatever. And the, yeah, so I have a .org through uh, wordpress.org and I own my own content and I'm allowed to monetize it. And that'll never shut down unless I stop paying the bills. But you know what I mean? Mm. That'll never happen. And, yeah, that's so huge. That's such a big difference. Like you, you're here owning your own business and a blogger on, you know, as a as a website. And then there's a lot of Instagrammers who call themselves bloggers, but they don't even have a website. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? You're not a blogger. You're an influencer. Like if you're that.
0: <laughs> and they're like, But that term like just gets thrown around so much or like, you know, oh, I'm an influencer or like, oh, she's an influencer or a micro influencer or like what, what would you call what, what sort of, what would be your like textbook definition of an influencer or an Instagram influencer?
1: Right. So I'm a micro influencer by definition. I feel like it's anyone under like a hundred K, but you could even have more than that. And might, you might be considered like a micro influencer, um, but I mean, as long as you're like getting paid Instagram work through like big brands, um, and I feel like it's really important for you to have like that swipe up feature. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Like once you, like you could you could be under 10k and like be an influencer because you if you have an engaged audience, that's like really what brands are looking for because they convert to sales. But I mean. I'm not sure numbers a lot matter too for that. If you just like, if people are looking up to you, you're influential. So like kind of like if people are going to buy stuff from you, you're influential. But yeah, there's the numbers do matter to an extent too.
0: Okay. So it's kind of a combination of uh, the size of your following, uh, how you interact with brands or if you're like selling products Mm -hmm. and then like. Uh, are
1: you influential to people are you like inspiring yeah. people like making a difference I think that's like the biggest thing like i I try to do sassy funny comments sometimes to make people laugh but then I, I try to sprinkle in some like um like spiritual like how to make your day better mm-hmm. like it's setting your mind right kind of captions too in there
0: yeah how can influencers or like Instagram influencers how can they mess that up how is it uh how can they go wrong with their audience or like with a brand or like, what are some mistakes that you're seeing with influencers?
1: Um, I think like not being genuine, genuine and authentic. I think like Instagram should be more of like a creative outlet and yeah, of course, like if you want to keep doing it, you have to monetize it. But like in the beginning, it's easy to just keep posting like ad after ad after ad. And I find Instagram for me, like the posts that do the best or when I'm not, (laughs) I don't have a ad or sale. I'm just going out there shooting with um, some people and making the best content possible, like something super creative and fun.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, you talked about micro-influencer. That's sort of a, I would call that a trend or like a marketing trend that like you hear marketing departments now or like, yeah, it's know, getting like big. business marketers talk about like, oh, you need a micro-influencer. What, what is isn't a micro-influencer and like how have these businesses started to use that Uh, more versus like the big, I won't say like Kylie Jenner, but like the big, big influencers, like what's the difference between those and like how are they used differently?
1: Yeah, so I feel like if a company um, is trying to market to a certain group, like a certain like DC area or something, they could quickly Mm -hmm. easily find like DC influencers instead of having someone big like Beyonce or someone who's just like worldwide. Mm -hmm. Um, If they've got like a very niche product that they're trying to sell influencers are are pretty good for that but i mean one thing i want to say is that like you can't just like expect one influencer to make all these sales for you it has to be like a brand wide like um presence out there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i feel like they expect a lot from certain influencers without like ever paying them either or something
0: yeah like they'll do like a just one-off or like they just have or like brands are like testing out right it's like his micro is influencer a strategy that we want to use
1: it's more like you're paying for us to create content for you mm-hmm. or like for a brand and i feel like they forget that a lot i feel like they just look at the sales and like are we converting but we're not salespeople. yeah <laughs> we're content creators so if you don't want to come to me for content creation it's not going to be a good match
0: yeah and, and they'll like try to get you to do uh affiliate links or use this promo code or they like...
1: They, they also, sometimes I've had brands give me a caption. They're like, use this exact caption. Mm-hmm. And, and that, it take, and takes and away it... the creativity of it.
0: Yeah, does that, how, does, how do you...
1: They don't, my audience yeah. knows. <laughs> they know, <okay. laughs> Yeah, they can definitely tell. Because my I have like a very set like funny or like sarcastic, sassy or like inspiring captions. And then like if some company just gives me this like long write-up of a uh-huh. product they're going to know. And they're like, I don't know. They're, they're probably not going to like interact or like find it as funny. Like they come to my profile for that.
0: Yeah. And it's like um, with working with a brand, how much, uh, how, like what's the relationship that you're trying to maintain with them? Or is it like, or I guess maybe the, a better word would be leverage. Like how much how much leverage does a brand have over you or how much do brands have over influencers?
1: Right. That's versus a great like, question. You know,
0: I, this is my integrity.
1: Mm-hmm. This is
0: my brand. This is my audience. And I yeah. got to keep it. I got to keep it a hundred percent. Like I can't. Oh,
1: absolutely. I you know, can't.
0: So like, what's the, uh, I guess what's the back and forth when you're working with a brand?
1: Yeah. So there's a few different ways that I work with brands. Um, they either reach out to me through email. I haven't done as many cold emails. One of my friends is really good at that. And she has an ebook on it, but like how to reach out to brands. I don't do that very often. I could, um, but I find that that's a lot of work, but anyway, um, that's one way. And then there's also like websites you can sign up for. Um, they approve your like Instagram or your blog, like that you're posting daily, you have enough followers or something for their platform and I'll log in there and I'll apply to campaigns, things like that. So that's another way. There's a lot of apps that way too, but there's websites too.
0: What is that website called?
1: So there's a whole, there's a, a list of them. I actually have a blog post on my website with them, but like one is like socialnative.com, things like that. That that one's an okay one. They, they kind of pay a little lower, but there's ones out there that you can negotiate your price too. That one's called Brand Snob. Um, and then there's like ones where you just put your information in there, like TapInfluencer.com, and then brands will randomly reach out to you, but you don't go in there and like sign up for campaigns. So it's kind of all over the place on how like these things are done. And that's a lot of websites to manage. Plus like you have to like track all of that income for taxes and stuff. So it gets to be a lot to manage. But anyway, that's like how they reach out. Um, and to answer your question, like going back and forth, normally it's okay. Like, um, I'll work with a big brand that I'm not going to call anybody out right now, but I did have to, um, cancel a campaign because their products like hurt my like skin and like made me break out and stuff. And, oh, okay, um, yeah. yeah. And there was another one that like <laughs> hurt my teeth. Um, so there was actually two campaigns where I was like, um, yeah, no, I don't want to like do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't sell this. Yeah. yeah. Cause I don't want anyone else to get hurt, you know? So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Whoa. That's like. That's a horror story, right there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I say no a lot. So I say no.
0: Um, let's talk about now your kind of content uh, creation process. How are you coming up with posts, ideas? All like walk us through and be as detailed as possible, if you can, well, from like idea all the way to publishing.
1: All right. So to come up to come up with content, um, I find a lot of ideas off of Pinterest actually, and see what um, for like at least for the blogging topics. I'm like oh, that makes sense. Um, like the first blog post I wrote out, wrote for that was how to create a website. And I walk you through the process of that. And then I will go on um, Pinterest.
0: Okay, so you start on Pinterest and you start kind of like your inspiration from Pinterest or you start there, I guess.
1: Yeah, so that that's one way that I get an idea of like what's popular out there, um, what other people are writing about. Um, and from there, like once you get an idea, I actually have been learning a lot about search engine optimization. And there's a lot of um, tools out there called like, I think it's Keyword Planner and it's a Chrome extension that you can use. Mm -hmm. And you can go to Google and type in a keyword and it'll show you how many times that that keyword was searched that month. Mm -hmm. And um, I find that that's great because then you can put all these keywords together and then rank them and pick the best one for your blog post. And that goes into like a plugin called Yoast um, you'll log into WordPress, you'll go to the post section and start writing your post and then there's a plugin at the bottom. So you'll just like paste that keyword in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's Yoast like toast, but with a Y. Yes. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Awesome. So you, um, and those are great for like long-term content or, uh, or what they would call like evergreen content or like you can kind of look at like the trends, like this, like organic beauty products are right. Pop- popping right now. Let's go, let's make yeah. this content.
1: Yeah. So, There's another app called Google Trends, um, which is pretty helpful for that. Um, I'm still kind of figuring out the Evergreen post, but I feel like there are some solid ones, like how to build a website is always going to be popular, even though like, you have to differentiate yourself in that process and make it pretty good because there's a bunch of people talking about that one, but that one's always going to get hits. People are always going to be interested in that topic. And then my other, my big like evergreen one is a DIY, um, how to transfer photos to canvas. And it's pretty cool. I actually made a, a vision board and um, right. yeah, it was, it was cool for, like really cool posts. I'm, I'm sure that one's going to always do well.
0: Okay. So are you keeping all these, uh, where do you keep all these ideas? Do you keep them on just like a Google spreadsheet? Do you keep yeah, them on so, you have like um, a notes app that you keep?
1: Actually, your ideas? there is a WordPress app. And so I will, if, if you don't have it downloaded, everyone should go download it. Sometimes I'm surprised people don't know that there's an app for this because you can write blog posts like while you're walking outside on, or like running or just like on the bus okay, yeah. at a stoplight. not when you're driving yes um but yeah there's a whole bunch of drafts that i write in here um i probably actually have like 10 or so ready like drafts and through this process i'll like start a blog post um i've already done my research on what the topic i want it to be in the seo and then um i'll make like um a front graphic for it to kind of get excited about writing it when i come in here i'll see this graphic and i'm like oh yeah that looks, that looks almost done and then you log in and you're like oh wait <laughs> it's not written yet but um yeah then i i'll write like a little introduction paragraph i'll add at least like three main big sections mm-hmm. um and then from that i'll just start putting ideas as i like note remember them or see them or um Yeah, and then I'll go back and I'll link everything. Um, I'll put pictures in as well and make sure that the SEO is good on that, like the title of the file um, and filling out all the information when you edit the photo, like where does the link go? Sometimes I'll I'll, um, put that link to my Instagram too. So if someone accidentally clicks on a photo, they'll be (laughs) redirected to my Instagram. Okay. Um, Things like that. And And then I'll be done. Is there
0: like a a best word count with blog posts is it four? like people have said anywhere but i've heard like 400 is good or like people don't read enough so like make it shorter or do a long form where it's like 1500 to 2000 words like that's a you know 10 minute read
1: right so i think it depends on what the goal of your blog post is too so i think people are gonna people are on the internet they want to find as much information as possible so you you should write as much as you possibly can for like informational blog post okay. Um, but if you're trying to like sell something, um, you want to like, just give like a little bit of a taste and then, so like, maybe you'll write like three tips and then you'll put your ebook at the bottom or something like that. You know what I mean? Just enough to like, um, add value to the, and show that you're an expert at that topic and be like, Hey, look, um, check this out for more information. So you don't want to get too detailed and give away your whole book.
0: Okay. Um, so you've got, all right. So you've got, uh, Depending on the strategy of the post, the word count differs.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and you, probably over a thousand for like long ones. Okay. Yeah. And
0: you got everything SEO optimized. Um, what about? you know anything about backlinks? I've, I've just yeah. learned this phrase like about a year ago. Like
1: absolutely. Backlinks. So. What are
0: backlinks and like? How do they help your site and how they help like Google find your site?
1: Yeah, so there's, there's the outbound links, which are like links that like when I write a blog post, I'll like put that link in my post and it'll refer out to someone else's content either like YouTube is a great one. I'll do that a lot for my fitness posts um, and inbound links are when someone else links to your um, post. So that's really great. Like you want to go out there and get guest posts to share your content in front of like a new audience mm-hmm. um, so when you guest post, you're either gonna be the person having the guest post on your blog post or the other person um, who has like your content on their post their their blog mm-hmm. and so if you're the one like sending out your blog post to someone else it gets in front of their audience but then also like anyone who's like reading your blog post like the, at the end there's normally like a bio that's like and like um, Hey, in Kit with like I'm a writer here, and people will be able to click click there and come to my my page and um, sign up for my newsletter if they like my writing. Oh, okay. And uh, so that that would be um, an inbound. One.
0: Okay. So from an outside website into your own website.
1: Yeah, as inbound.
0: Okay, and then I guess the more that exists in the world, the mm-hmm. more like I guess Google likes that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The more. Um, high quality websites that are linking back to your website the best um, the better.
0: Okay. Nice. Um, Have you done guest posts? Have you done guest blog posts before?
1: So I haven't written for someone else's site yet. I will look into that but I have had two um, guest posts on my website. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the posts is really cool about um, how to save Um, happy and healthy in your senior years okay which is it did super well i don't think a lot of people are writing about that um and then the second one i had was um 10 filipina dishes like local Mm -hmm. over there um from a writer who lives over there and just specializes in and things to do in the philippines oh cool okay this is cool if i ever go there i'll totally like hit them up and say hey
0: nice (laughs) and it's like uh I guess I guess people get really, or that maybe people don't think like two steps of ahead of things. But like, I guess post doesn't seem that complicated, or like.
1: Well, I I'm learning that it is. Um, I thought that too. I was like, oh great, they're gonna sh- give me content, and I'm gonna post it. Right? It's not. I've actually um, started to create a po- like um, a page on my website that has specific qualifications for you to like post on my website because I. I you know, it's my website, it's my image, my brand. I want to make sure that the content you're giving me is one, like, original. So I'm going to, like, make sure on every single post for that. So that that takes time for me to make sure it's not plagiarized or stolen or something like that. Mm -hmm. Then I have to, like, make Pinterest graphics to go share it out on uh, my boards and things like that on Pinterest. So that takes time. I'd probably make about five graphics per blog post. Um, And then I have to sometimes reformat. I'm not sure why this is happening, but, um, they'll email it to me or send it in a word document and I'll cut and paste it into WordPress. And then I'll have to like go and reformat it all, which the last time took me about like an hour.
0: Okay. Cause yeah, it just messed t- up. The headers wrong. Yeah. The, yeah. the Size is wrong. Yeah. Okay.
1: It made the script like a different font and it, yeah, I had to go and delete a lot of code. It was weird that that code was there. Um, also getting short, um, guest post i'm gonna be like yeah it has to be like 500 words or so and you have to provide like five images in the post because um like i i had to go look at stock photos and that took me about an hour to find pictures for a post and that was a lot lot of work okay (laughs) on top of then going and making like the pinterest graphics yeah
0: you're basically i mean essentially they are just writing the words and mm-hmm. you're having to do all the copy editing marketing, and yep. the marketing. yeah mm-hmm. and like putting the t- title and because i'm yeah. like i'm sure if and you- i have to
1: make sure that they send me like a search engine optimization keyword because if they didn't do mm-hmm. their research on it then like the smallest little detail like chair um is going to be searched a lot but like a better keyword would be like soft brown chair with like marble finishing or something mm-hmm. on the bottom like the longer the keyword the better so okay. yeah because you want to make sure you're ranking like on the first few pages of Google mm-hmm. you don't want to get lost in in the noise out there
0: yeah if you're on page two you're out
1: right so even if they give me a keyword I need to make sure that it's like up to standards of like getting traffic mm-hmm. from it
0: and and I guess they just have to be I mean if your guest blog posting or if someone else's guest blog posting on you, like there has to be, I guess, a little bit of give and take. Like you can't be so attached to mm-hmm. your words. That right. They're like, or maybe you can. Maybe if you had the leverage, you could be like, no, like what I wrote is like what's going in your post, or like, you know what I mean? It's like, right? Like, like it's you're you're kind of you are a guest on someone else's platform, so it's like. You know, there has to be a little bit of control that you let go of.
1: Right. Absolutely. I'll read through it and make sure just the basics, like there isn't cuss words or something like that. Um, I did change around some wording for SEO because sometimes you want to break up sentences um, with like first, second, third, or like words like otherwise, although, however, comma, and then write your sentence um, that does better for Yoast, that SEO mm-hmm. plugin for WordPress. So I have just like randomly added that, but I'll, I'll tell them and let them know that I made that change. And I'm also going to be writing about that on my page too. Like it's always going to be optimized for SEO. Like, mm-hmm. um, but that kind of helps them out too. You know what I mean? Like their oh, writing yeah. gets better. It doesn't change like the content of it or anything like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Cause yeah. We're, a lot of us are just writing blog posts for ourselves. There's no, Second opinion,
1: right? So, yeah, so it
0: can definitely like improve your writing. Yeah. Let's go to graphics now. So we've written the pl- we've written the blog post. We're SEO optimized. Uh, graphics. How do you make graphics? Is it Photoshop? Is it a some website that you go yeah. to?
1: So um, a lot of the time, I'll do photo shoots. Um, I work with Pablo Rea a lot. He's amazing. He's a DC photographer here. Um, started working with you for a bunch of different stuff too. Um, I've got some other friends too, but I do. Um, take my own photos as well when I go traveling I have a tripod and I'll set that up Um, so I'll take my own pictures and um, yeah I edit my own photos so um, I always like right after photo shoot with like Pablo or someone normally like photographers don't send out the raw images that's like not a normal but I'm a photographer as well too and taking my own pictures and stuff and like Pablo and I have a good relationship Um, so like he'll just like send me the raw files so i can edit them um but yeah i just wanted to like let everyone out there in in space like know that uh yeah don't like expect that i guess (laughs) because photographers just want to like edit their edit their photos you don't want to mess with their framing or crop it or anything like that you know what i mean like their pictures their art and if you mess with it it's kind of different it's it's not theirs anymore exactly yeah
0: okay so you take those photos and are you uh, so
1: i'll uh, edit them in like lightroom or photoshop okay I've just I've done a little bit in Photoshop. I actually like changed the sky to look prettier. It was just kind of like a like a cloudy, like overcast day, and I, I changed the sky with like pinks and oranges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a lot of likes. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, Add a little more saturation. To yes. It. Uh, wh- what's like the content production for photos? Is it are you doing like photos per blog post? Or are you batching them? Are you going out one day for? one hour are you going out one day for six hours and like what what's the what's the best way to get I guess the most photos for content
1: yeah so I I take a lot of my photos on the weekends like early um if it's so that's for regular just everyday like stuff if I'm traveling it's like the whole time I'm taking photos mm-hmm. and then I'll edit them all at night because there's going to be like so many of them so it's really like a work trip um yeah and I'm writing down like if i go to a restaurant i'll write down the name and then i'll have to like write down their instagram and like who is there or something it's like a lot of work to like make sure you're documenting everywhere that you go um and then tips to get there or something so like a work trip is different it's like all day long you're doing all of that stuff but day to day i normally do like saturday mornings or sunday mornings tomorrow I actually have a shoot from like 11 to 2 um i like waking up a little bit later on Sundays but I try to wake up at like five thirty normally okay. um so like sunrise is perfect time to get pictures get your day going get that done with and it's like it didn't even happen mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so you've got the photos you edit them on Lightroom uh you talked about graphics or like because I think Pinterest mm-hmm. has a very like graphics heavy yes. like it's not just the photo it's the photo with some kind of like
1: yeah. nice
0: graphic emblems logo on it or like you know top five tips and it's like this nice pink lettering or something
1: exactly so after i've done the photo shoot um i've edited the picture i'll take it over to canva.com i'll use that a lot um they've got a lot of templates on there for everything like pinterest graphics email headers they've got facebook banners um tweets
0: <laughs> okay
1: like all of the things every
0: format square yeah. vertical you horizontal can, mm-hmm.
1: it's it's an amazing tool they asked i haven't bought their business version yet but i think the business version like lets you import like your brand colors and like lets you resize different graphics for like like a pinterest graphic you could resize for like instagram or something mm-hmm. like seamlessly through okay. their app i haven't used it but i'm about to it's amazing and you can also buy templates too. Um, off, I use CreativeMarket.com. I'm an affiliate for them. Um, I actually bought some templates off of there to create my ebook, because um, that that was just something I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just can, buy a template.
0: <laughs> so you've got all. So once all the graphics are there, are you batching the content? Are you? Um, do you have like? 10 blog posts lined up or is it sort of like a weekly basis or do you just kind of do it? um, Oh, it's Tuesday time to post or what's what's the the calendar look like? I definitely
1: post on Sunday nights. That's just kind of how it happened in in the beginning. Um, And so I'm in two and a half years into blogging now, so I expect it to get a little bit more frequently. I'm focusing in on my blog more. Um, When I first started blogging, I definitely had my website first and then started to do the Instagram stuff and kind of got sucked into Instagram because it, it was fun working with brands and like it's just fun being all creative on there and stuff. But um Yeah, you have to get really good at sponsored posts to, like, make money off of that. But blogging, I feel like it's easier to make money and you can make more money blogging. So, yeah, I was posting frequently on Instagram a lot and that kind of got in the way of things. So um, I was posting maybe, like, once a month on my blog or, like, once every two, three months. Also kind of figuring out, like, what was profitable on both platforms, too, and, like, what was fun to do. Um, And, of course, like... I don't have a trip planned out every month. Like I totally want to get to that point where I just have like a weekend trip. I'm going somewhere and then I'm going to write a blog travel post on that. Mm -hmm. Or you Um, have a
0: brand that's going to fly you out somewhere. Right. And work with different
1: hotels or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely getting into that. It takes, it takes a while to get to that point though. Um, But for sure, if you're like starting out, like I feel like if you can just get content like out there weekly, that'd be really great, Mm -hmm. but it's easier said than done for sure. Because, um, a lot goes into blog posts as we talked about, like earlier, there's, you know, writing it, all the graphics, photo shooting for it, getting the, um, linking everything. Um, then marketing, it takes a a long time. Mm -hmm. So
0: yeah, we've talked about, uh, we talked earlier about like working with brands and a little bit about monetization. Um, when should a new blogger, when should they monetize?
1: I think they should monetize from like day one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why do you my, say that? My friend Daniel goes, does um, acronym ABC always be charging. I totally agree with it because like you're paying for people to create content mm-hmm. and that's their time and their effort and their creativity that all goes into that. So I think you should be charging from day one. This is like a job, it's like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People need to see it as a job and treat it like one. There's not like a magical number for any of that. Cause like if you're investing in like Photoshop and Lightroom you're taking time to like do all these courses and become like a skilled expert at it, Mm -hmm. definitely should be getting paid for your time no matter like you're following or not. If it's just like an iPhone picture, I mean, uh, some people are probably going to get mad at me for saying that. No, I, I love my DSLR, that's why. But like, if you're just taking like an Instagram picture with like an iPhone and it's not very creative, then like, I don't think that's like good work. Or it feels like a time. hobby
0: more than a job.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it's like a, a styled shoot, like it doesn't matter. Like people should be paying for your time and effort into mm-hmm. that. And like all the things that you're investing in,
0: yeah. Because I mean, you could you, know, you could be several thousand dollars, hundreds of dollars in the hole before. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, your camera you know, costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah,
0: before you even like start to see uh, any kind of return back. Right. Uh, how do you monetize? Or like, what are some? What are some common ways to monetize a blog? And what are uh, what are some ways that you found that were interesting to monetize?
1: Right. Yeah. So um, I have started to monetize by making digital products because I have kind of gotten away from working with brands a little bit like I'll do it for fun or something like that it's got to be something I'm really interested it's always been that way but definitely more so now like um, I rather just go pay for an item and not go do all that work (laughs) it's not worth it for like 20 bucks or something you know Um, so I rather spend that that time that I would make that content for someone else doing a freebie that costs I, um, you know, cost whatever I would charge for a blog post is, or like an Instagram stories post is normally what I try to do, but sometimes it's cheaper. It could be like a $50 product or something. And you kind of have to figure out, is this worth it or not to do it? Or can you take that time and go create like an ebook? Mm -hmm. Um, so right now I'm using all of my time to focus on writing this Pinterest ebook that I'm coming out with. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gotten really big on Pinterest. I have like 1.1 million um, monthly views on Pinterest. I have around 8,000 followers and or 9,000 now, I think. But I've automated a lot of it, but there are definitely certain ways like you should set up your profile. It's not really like a social media platform like people think uh, as being like social. It's more of like a search engine. Yeah. So there's different things you want to doing on there that you wouldn't necessarily be doing on Instagram like you don't just like go comment on a bunch of people's pins and like there's a certain way to make those graphics as we were talking about earlier like Pinterest has you don't want to just like post images on there (laughs) with no words on them you know what I mean um so yeah I'm writing all about that in my ebook and how to grow it and things like that I plan on coming out with a blog course later on a few more ebooks figuring out what people people will come to me and ask me like what are your like a lot of people come to me and they're like, How did you get so big on Pinterest? So I was like, Okay, I'm going to write an ebook on it. Um, so I'm just kind of seeing what people come to me and see me as an expert that, I, and what they're interested in learning about too. Yeah. I can share that knowledge. What's,
0: uh, what's the process for an ebook? Is that just like a, do you just write like in a Word doc? And then oh my like gosh, it's make, such a make, big make process. It, make it into a PDF or like, <laughs> How do you go about making an ebook?
1: So, as I mentioned, um, CreativeMarket.com has a lot of templates on there. Um, you can purchase pre-made ones on there for books and a bunch of different things. Um, so, got one on off of there, and it actually was someone that made it in Canva. Um, they're just selling it on Creative Market, so you could potentially go create it yourself, but. Okay. I don't suggest doing that. That's a lot. Unless you're super good at design or something. I just want to write it, write the content, and then throw some pictures in there. Um, So it'll it'll be a PDF. Um, And so I also had to set up, like, landing pages to capture, like, emails for it. Um, I'm setting up, like, emails right now for when it launches. And then in that email, there'll be, like, links that'll go to where you can go purchase it. Um, And I have to set up, like, WooCommerce, things like that. yeah and set up payment acceptance um all of that stuff yeah it's it's a lot more and 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 I want to figure out how to put it on Amazon too so my friend and I are actually going to go figure that out next weekend (laughs) like a Kindle
0: version (laughs) yeah okay that's Mm -hmm. yeah that's totally possible um and like imagine like so once you've written it and once you've gotten all the graphics in there and you've proofread it and all that um you're just talking about like now it's a I guess, like, intuition would say, like, oh, just, like, tell tell people about it next week. Like, oh, it's coming <laughs> out next week. You're like like, how much work goes into, you're kind of oh, talking so about much. it, like, mm-hmm. how much work goes into promoting it, teasing it, yeah. the trailer, the, like you said, the collecting emails. Like, how is that?
1: Exactly, yeah. So, I started um, promoting it on my Instagram stories, talking about it. Um, I also get a lot of signups through a pop-up that I have on my website. Mm -hmm. I have like 50 signups for the ebook right now. And I, that was like from two weeks ago. So I'm super excited. People are interested in learning about this. So yeah, a lot of that. Um, I've put a link in my menu bar on my blog um, that you can go click on that and go to a page that talks about it as well too. Um, And I'm going to be posting on Instagram about it. Um, I'm actually going to, probably create like a little commercial and run some Facebook ads on it too, just to test it out, see what happens. Like all of the profits that I get from the ebook launch. um, And I'm running um, like a deal, like 50% off for a lot of the people, but like any money that I make from that, I'm just gonna put it into like advertising just to learn about how to do that stuff. There's a lot that goes into a Facebook ad and like an Instagram ad. Um, and then there's AdWords for Google as well, that they'll market different places. I'm not sure where those ads show up, but probably random websites that are in your niche.
0: For when I did my video course, I did AdWords and AdWords show up either like the, those little like blue search results, like the top two mm-hmm. before the actual search yeah. results. Um, or they also, you could do like YouTube pre-roll ads. Right. So like the, you, the ad before you watch your YouTube video, that's like, I think that's AdWords. Mm-hmm. so
1: yeah it's great
0: yeah there's a t- there's a ton of like ad products out there that are really really good and yeah. like but it starts with a good product
1: exactly yeah. word of mouth too mm-hmm. so yeah I'm expecting a lot of people to read it I want to make sure that they know to give me feedback on it too. Mm -hmm. So in that email, I'm going to send out to everyone when it launches, like, Hey, provide feedback. If you like it, share with a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, I can also make an affiliate program for it too. My friend did that with her book. So like people can start making money off of the book if they spread it around too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's there's
0: a ton of ways to like spread it up. It's like, you know, I, I like how you got kind of customer feedback and got audience feedback of like, Like, what is the one burning question that they all have that I can just like, okay, I'm tired of individually answering this to some degree. Like, I'm just going to like, here, here's the ebook. Here's the, the video course, e-course, whatever. Like, um, like this is the master answer to all the number one questions that you have.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I got asked, how do you become an influencer, <laughs> like, how so many yeah. times, and how do you start a blog? So um, I wrote that blog post on it, and I definitely i am going to do a course on it, too. Um, I'm probably going to pay for a course that teaches you how to do a course and launch a course. Mm-hmm. Um, a course about the course. Yeah. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> and it'll probably take about three months to do what they say. Mm-hmm. And um, they give some good advice in there. And the best advice is kind of funny because they're like, don't put, like, too much information into it because you don't want to overwhelm people. And that's what I, I, or probably a lot of people, want to do. They just want to brain dump everything that they know into this master thing. But really, you need to do it at, like, levels, like, beginner, intermediate, and expert with, yeah. like, different things.
0: Yeah. Or, like, a part one, part two, part three. Right. Or like Yeah. Or... or yeah exactly yeah, yeah cause, like, i feel the same. Don't no, like, it don't overthink
1: it i want to yeah. tell you
0: everything about mm-hmm. all the things my mastery <laughs> yeah you know, like i like yeah. dude i just want to know like how you just so i'm you know, trying
1: to tone it down a little bit for pinterest because i get too excited about mm-hmm. it <laughs> and i just want to like put all the things out there but um yeah but you it, gotta break it down into an easy organized organized way where people can actually accomplish those tasks mm-hmm. they're not just like bombarded with everything
0: but I think, like, the the wanting to give so much information, it comes from a good place. Right, like you exactly. Don't, like you don't does, want to feel yeah. like you're cheating people. Yeah. Or like, oh, I'm just going to tell you just enough. Right. You just need no. a little bit more. Like, you know, right.
1: Like, it's not a... It, that's, that's why you fall into that trap of, like, giving too much. Because, yeah. yeah people because do the that. drug dealer thing. That yes. like, they'll give you just a little <laughs> bit. You are know,
0: like, okay, like, this is kind of enough, but I need more. Mm-hmm. So, like... Right. And that gets scammy. So, it's like... Right. So,
1: so you want to provide enough value where it's manageable for the person Mm -hmm. to like, they feel like they got enough out of it. um, And that they're set up, but not too much where they don't ever get it done. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause there's, there is uh, the side of signing up for an e-course or an, or downloading an ebook that, you know, people are motivated. They, you've now got them all the way down to this process where they're ready to like pay for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, I've done it myself, like, you sign up for an e-course or an e-book, and you don't go through the entire book, or you don't go, like, you you know, there's 10 chapters of the video course, you'll only watch the first five, (laughs) and it's, is there something you can do as the creator of that to, like, keep them motivated to the very end, or is it, or is it just, like, more, yeah, more, I think more on the customer like
1: being more engaged with them like once a person purchases my ebook i probably will like tag that they clicked it or like purchased it mm-hmm. i use convert so i'm learning a little bit about that but you can add tags on when people do certain actions mm-hmm. and so i can make an email series with like hey did you set up your group boards <laughs> and then yep. and a week or two later be like hey did you do this um how are you liking the book where are you at in it like mm-hmm give me some feedback on what you liked, what are you still like wondering about, things like that, get the feedback and yeah, engage like, them, remind them and like read, read it. Kind
0: of a support group almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you thought right. about doing that? Like making a, uh, if you sign up for my course, making like a private Facebook group or yeah. pe- like a pro group. Where I think people that's can- a good
1: idea. I've seen that before with some other courses too um i i have a facebook group that i run called blogging day so mm-hmm. if you search that i'll approve you guys cool. <laughs> you join it and um i could definitely do a spin-off thread in there too um it's just a, it gets to be a lot to manage
0: yeah you're commu- you're now the community yeah. manager you're now the right the professor who's managing 500 mm-hmm. students
1: exactly so
0: grading their papers and you're like yeah yeah
1: when i when i've seen people do it they have like Pinterest coaches that are like in that group board. Or mean that group board <laughs> that uh Facebook group. Oh,
0: okay. A Pinterest yeah. coach? Like a Yeah, there's a bunch of um like yeah. a one on one, like
1: Yeah. Hey
0: Emily, I saw your like this. Like why don't you try this? Yeah. Wow. That gets to
1: the point where you're paying to be in a Facebook group though. Cause yeah. you have all those people working in there and they do like webinars mm-hmm. and trainings and all this stuff yeah we'll do boot okay. camps a, in there there's a
0: whole nother world
1: yes you can like monetize anything
0: <laughs> I <guess laughs> but so.
1: i just want to remind you you know what i mean like those facebook could go down any day so multiple streams and definitely having your own blog helps a lot yes. but yeah like it's a super good resource to like go and ask questions things like that mm-hmm. um so if the ebook Like blows up i'm totally trying to hire friends who want to leave their full-time job and like go do something fun just help manage my facebook group and we'll go take pictures all day
0: (laughs) yeah that's the life yeah um i think some people could imagine that you could just if you know the knowledge and you just write it down put in an ebook you're good Mm -hmm. but like there's also there's so much back work and there's so much trust building that you've had to do leading up to an ebook to make it effective
1: yeah, definitely. Because
0: it's like I don't think a, I don't think anyone could just like, you know, there's like to the point where they they want to give you money mm-hmm. to pay for information.
1: They like, have to see that you've been successful and that you're an expert and that like you have like a really big account, like that you've mm-hmm. done it. And um, I have like multiple accounts actually. So like I've I've actually set up Pinterest accounts for friends too. So I can like show that like it's repeatable too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it works. Let's
0: let's maybe back up with the monetization. What are some other ways that uh I guess more what are some other legs to the stool mm-hmm. of revenue streams? We've got yeah, ebooks so an e product or a video course. Uh, What are some other ways on the blog that you can monetize?
1: Yeah, so I also monetize off of Google AdSense. I think that that's a really great way to do it. And there's actually different um, tiers of ad revenue services. So Google AdSense has pretty low like entry to market. Um, You can, I don't remember what they are, but I got it pretty quickly. Like after I had 10 blog posts Mm -hmm. or like less, they just want to be able to like scan your website and tell like what's on there. Um, and so after I reach a certain amount of views, I can apply to a different marketing service that will pay me more. And then there's like a really big one. If you get like over a hundred thousand blog views, like you can apply to that. It's like media net or something.
0: Mm -hmm. And Google is paying you for web traffic or they're paying you like when the, when the customer Um, clicks on an ad? For click. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. There are different there's so much to learn about all that too. Hmm. Um, there's RPMs, I think, rate per million. And it's like, if you get a thousand views on your page, then you get like some pennies or something. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: I'm sure it's, it translates a little bit to like uh, like YouTube ads too. Right. Like if you, so many, so many yeah. people watch your YouTube video, mm-hmm. you get like, I don't know. It's
1: so like, right, right now I don't have any videos on my um, Google ads, but like I could like, put videos in there and mm-hmm. probably make uh, money off of those views too
0: yeah i think the rate on youtube i think it varies anywhere between like five cents to 25 cents per thousand mm-hmm. views so it's like depending on like how i guess how high ranking your youtube channel is yeah. like they'll give you a, di- a different like rate or it's always constantly changing so like uh, the more views that you're getting on your blog post or your blog in general i guess that ad rate could like increase or decrease exactly okay
1: yeah um it does it changes every day um I'm still learning about it but you can make a lot of money off of it for sure I've seen people I mean if you're making about a million views on your blog you're probably up around like thirty thousand dollars and that's like someone's salary you know what I mean like you can go either part-time at your full-time job or like switch over at that point Mm -hmm. and then do have all this time to do all the other and income streams yeah and i think it's it's important like
0: once you start making that money to uh like you said with the course like reinvest Mm -hmm. exactly like it's people are just like they want to cash out yeah go on vacation yeah i mean all this money (laughs) on this ebook i'm out it's like no like reinvest uh, more ads more writers more content like
1: coaches for facebook groups yeah everything
0: (laughs) um so you got AdSense, we got Digital products. We've talked a little bit about brand deals. Yeah, tomorrow.
1: and then we were talking about guest posting. You can charge for that.
0: Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So like all the work and time and effort that I do into like posting someone on mine, especially if I have a lot of traffic mm-hmm. and they, it's it's like advertising for them at that point.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Like yeah. they're coming to. That.
1: They're coming to me. If you have like five hundred thousand people looking at your blog and someone comes, hey, put my post on your blog. You're gonna be like, okay, you're gonna have to like pay me for ad this advertisement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep just paying for that real estate pretty much. Uh, And then we talked a little bit about, um, there's also affiliate links Yes, as well. Yes,
1: I'm an affiliate with Amazon. That's like one of the best ones because people buy stuff off Amazon all the time. Um, All the crafts, um, products like that Maj Podge that I use to transfer the photos to Canvas. Um, I make like a little bit of money off of that every month and I haven't done anything with that in like Mm -hmm. a year or two.
0: (laughs) and it's, it's like
1: great it just sits there and then people click on your link and mm-hmm. they go to Amazon and they buy through your link and you make a little commission off of it at uh, mm-hmm. no extra charge to the people
0: yeah, the, yeah nothing happens to them they, right. their are the is the same mm-hmm. price um,
1: yeah and so I feel like one big myth on that is that you can just sprinkle like Amazon or any affiliate link throughout your blog post and like you'll make money that way but mm-hmm. it, it does have to be like convincing in a blog post and I feel like It does better if, like, you're putting these affiliate links in, um, like, your email series. Mm -hmm. Because people, I feel like, buy more off of, like, email automations that they're getting into their email box. Like, they're the ones that are, like, looking to buy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and your email versus just, like, a regular post, there's, like, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more of a uh, dedicated following.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: You know, or, like, you know, the hot lead versus cold lead.
1: Yeah. And then... Um, affiliate links I've heard do really well on video, um, mm-hmm. testimonials. Yeah. If you're going over like camera equipment or something. Oh, that's super easy. Like that's through. huge on my
0: side of the world. It's like, yeah, everyone does the camera review or especially around the holidays, they'll do like 2019 top 10 holiday camera gifts. Right. And it'll just be, you can watch the video of course, but then in the description, there's like 10 links to the top 10 post. And it's like, every time you click on that. And then you go buy batteries, or you you know you click on the mm-hmm. camera, and, and then you go buy, you know, coffee beans. Like right. they'll get a commission of that. Yes. No. So.
1: Yeah. So that's another way. Um, another thing that I've been doing recently is running events, like blogger events. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get paid to run the event, or like some people, some of my friends have gotten paid to go speak at blogger events. Um, they'll get a portion of like the ticket sales. Nice. So that's another way. Um, that's a little bit more sporadic. I get, I would say it's kind of like brand campaigns. They're more sporadic. Um, so it's good. It's good to have those, but you can't rely on certain things like that for a solid income. Like you could with like knowing your traffic is going to be like this much this month. And you can learn like traffic goes down in the summer for blogs. So you can save up money, um, to like compensate for like the time that like your blog views are going to be going down and like your ad isn't there but i feel like that probably doesn't change like too much as like um or like digital products you know like your sales are kind of normally this 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 every month um running like campaigns or like um events definitely is more sporadic
0: that makes sense and, it's, and i mean it's just like what you're talking about with you know facebook and instagram like those platforms could disappear. Right. Treat, you know, treat the same, that mindset to your revenue streams as well. Yes. Like AdSense could go away or, you know, your event speaking gigs could go away. Like there's, Mm -hmm. so it's always good to have, you know, I I think nowadays there's always like, there's the ad apocalypse with YouTube. Yes. Every now and then I think we're (laughs) in 3.0 now, but like people freak out that, oh no, like my YouTube videos have been demonetized. I can't make money now. Uh, Yeah, it's like, (laughs) do you have a Patreon? Do you have your own website? Do you have, like, are there other streams of revenue that you have that are going to sustain you?
1: Right, Mm because you left your full-time job for this. Yeah. So you better, like, have something. (laughs) Yeah, and, like,
0: you overinvest in one thing, and now, Mm -hmm. you know, now they shut down Vine, and you're you're at a a look.
1: Um, Another thing... For the affiliate links, I'm an affiliate through Bluehost for hosting. So mm-hmm. I'll set up people with websites too. I'll have people reach out to me yeah. um, that want me to set up their website. So I'll get commission from that and then I, I've started to charge like installation of like themes and like plugins and mm-hmm. just get you up and running so you can write your first blog post yeah. or like set up a web store really quick. So that's another way too. Well, nice. like
0: if- Kit, okay, uh, thanks for being on the show. Where can we find your work? Where can we find your blog?
1: Yeah, so everyone head on over to www.kitstanwood.com. You can find me on Instagram at kit underscore stanwood. Mm -hmm. Um, You can check out my Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash kitstanwoodblog. And I'm also on Twitter, kitstanwood. I just like retweet interesting stuff on there. I haven't figured out too much what I do on Twitter, but uh, it's fun.
0: And we have like a a hard deadline for the ebook or like so
1: it's coming at the end of June okay um, so yeah that's that's a hard due date and, <laughs> and that'll
0: be on your website
1: it'll be on my website um, it'll be all over my Instagram but definitely head, or, head over to my website I have a pop up right now you can sign up and get 50% off if you sign up for that mailing list um, so yeah it's going to be awesome you guys should check it out
0: awesome well Kit thanks for being on the show
1: thank you so much for having me have a great day guys
0: Yeah, so that was Kit Stanwood. Thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to head over to kitstanwood.com, see her work. Also, she's on Instagram at kit underscore stanwood. My name is Jordan Anderson. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, see you soon.